Now, let's find out more about the environmental implications after a dam in Yachatsfontein in the Free State burst its walls, leaving one person dead and four missing. The collapse of the dam swept away homes and cars and flooded the town in a toxic mine waste and mud. We now speak to Mariette Lifferink, CEO of the Federation for a Sustainable Environment. Good afternoon to you, Mariette. Thank you for joining us this Monday afternoon. Uh, good afternoon and good afternoon to the listeners. Excellent. Please take us through the events leading to this disaster. Yes. Uh, the, of course, this disaster has come at a time where there has been growing concern mm. uh, internationally on the failure of tailing storage facilities. Uh, in fact, this was followed by the disaster in 2019 with the failure of the mining facility in Brumadinho in Brazil, which mm. killed 270 people mm. and causing significant environmental damage. So mm. shortly after this disaster in Brumadinho, a call to industry was issued, supported by investors with one trillion assets under management. This call outlined the need for an industry-wide response to the problem of tailing storage facilities. Uh, perhaps I, before I continue, I just want to mention that tailing storage facilities are engineered structures that comprise the confining embankments and associated works and are designed to contain tailings. Tailings are considered to be waste material. Mm. It can be residues that may perhaps be remined in future, but it contains often uh, hazardous and also toxic substances and chemicals and metals. And these TSFs or tailing storage facilities are also structures to manage associated water. So tailings or the waste are pumped as a slurry to a TSF, a tailing storage facility. The tailings then settle to form the tailing storage facility. Mm. Most of our tailing storage facilities are upstream, which is the lowest cost but the highest risk. Mm. So to manage mining facilities responsibly, the owner of a tailing storage facility must understand the physical and chemical risk associated with a tailing storage facility and implement controls, that is, management and mitigation measures to reduce the risk relating to the potential health, safety, environmental, so, um, uh, business and economic impacts so, in line with our regulation. So, Mariette, how, yes. did it, how did a disaster like this happen and could this have not been prevented? Yes, uh, uh, there are very strict rules and regulations and laws governing the construction of tailing storage facilities or dams. Mm. For example, there has to be functional tow paddocks. There has to be erosion control. There has to be a sufficient beach for uh, um, the water not to overflow or for erosion to, to cause a collapse. There also has to be, um, beside erosion, the dust control measures put in place. And in South Africa, where many communities are living in close proximity to the tailing storage facility, it has to be designed and constructed and managed in a responsible manner. If it is poorly designed, constructed or managed, tailing storage facilities represent a significant risk. 
to local communities and ecosystems, especially in downstream environments. So if I might just come back again to what the call was to the industry, um, uh, the call resulted in a global tailing standard on tailings management being established by the International Council on Mining and Metals, and they represent the top 50 largest global mining companies in the world. In South Africa, I have knowledge that Sabanya Stillwater, as well as Goldfield South Deep Mine, ascribe to, to this uh, a, a global tailing standard. Mm. This standard strives to achieve the ultimate goal to zero harm to people and the environment with zero tolerance mm. for human fatality. It requires operators and managers and directors to take responsibility and to prioritize the safety of tailings facilities through all the phases of the life cycle, including closure and post-closure. So, so it also requires so Marriott, disclosure of relevant information to support public accountability. So, Mariette, if I can just come in there, who are the owners of this mine and um, are they taking accountability? Yes, um, we, we, uh, through our uh, research, we have found that it was historically owned by the Beers. Mm. Uh, and what often happens uh, when a mining company has depleted most of its resources and its environmental liabilities uh, ex- uh, uh, ex- uh, increase, then it's a very common practice for a mining company avoiding their closure commitment commitment mm. to pass the parcel. That is the selling of mines close to closure onto less resource companies okay. who will relieve them of the responsibility and liability of dealing with the problems of closure and liabilities. And in this case, it appears that the Yakus Fontaine Development, I think limited, uh, were the successor in title or one of the successors in title. Now, I have uh, been informed that the Department of Mineral Resources and Energy um, is of the opinion that they are not responsible for the um, um, uh, the disaster and for the damage caused. While we agree that the uh, owners of a mine or its operators or its directors uh, individually and collectively uh, ha- have a duty of care and, uh, and are responsible for environmental degradation and pollution, the Department of Water and Sanitation and the Department of Mineral Resources and Energy also had a duty in order to prevent this disaster from happening because there is a duty to ensure that there is compliance and if there is not in cl- compliance, then to enforce non-compliance. And we often find that enforcement does not take place. We have uh, hundreds of abandoned mines, uh, mines in liquidation, mines in uh, business rescue, mines in care and maintenance, and these mines often pose a significant risk regarding uh, failure because there are no management measures or mitigation measures and no enforcement of non-compliance. Mariette Lefrenk, thank you so much for chatting to us this afternoon, and I'm sure we will be uh, talking to you in the near future because this is not going to go away anytime soon. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. Excellent. There you go. CEO of the Federation for a Sustainable Environment, Mariette Lifferink, telling us about the environmental implications after a dam in Yachertswantain in the Free State burst its walls, leaving one person dead and four missing.